This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen, all you New Yorkers. Taxi. Okay, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. And this uh, Sunday on 60 Minutes, no, 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 it's the ticking of the clock because uh, Anthony Weiner, as I've been saying all week, I've been counting uh, down the number of days that Israel has to get in there, take out Hamas, and then get the hell out of Gaza uh, because the whole world, which um, is very sympathetic and empathetic, they love weakness, they love it when you're a victim. We saw that after the attack on 9-11. They love you. They can't give you enough love. But the moment you flex any strength, that's it. Proportionality, hold on, we've done the analytics You've killed enough. You've maimed enough. That's it. War has to stop here. And I'm like, wait a second. Hamas declares war on Israel by invading Israel and committing a pogrom. Then Israel officially, through its prime minister, does not say this is a police action like we've said in Korea and Vietnam. They actually, BB declares, we are at war. And nobody in parliament says, absolutely not, a unity government Everybody comes together who hated one another before that. And so now, all of a sudden, there's proportionality. I noticed uh, Secretary of State Blinken comes to Israel. He's looking at the photographs of uh, dead children, obviously others. Uh, he seems to be really taken aback by it. He pledges total support. He gets on the United States uh, uh, Air Force uh, plane to take him to Qatar. And all of a sudden, he's saying, restraint. Restraint, you know, let's have some restraint. I'm saying you can't have both. It's either war or it's police action. Yeah, well, this restraint. is what this is what Israel has to. We ask of Israel. The world asks of Israel something no one else ever gets asked. This, you're right. This, and it's funny that I've been listening to you all week. Say seven days. I guess Israel Israel wins the six day war. You're like, we'll give him one extra day for exactly. this one. one that's extra, all you're that's it. Get. <laughs> that's all you're gonna get. You get that to finish the job. But I look, you know, Blinken, who I think has been doing an excellent job, I and mean, he's traveling the region, doing the best he can. You know, if you know, I, 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 when you're going to when you're going to ask the Arab League to do what they should do anyway, he does have to say, look, Israel has to try to do this as best they can. I don't know. I'll be honest with you, Curtis. I don't know how they show restraint. On the other hand, I don't, you can't, I'm sure you saw Lindsey Graham, our, one of our favorites. Oh, he, he wants says, to bomb the world. He says, level the place. Every, every problem, his answer is, level the place. Yeah, Mexico, level yeah. the place. <laughs> Wait a second, you know we have American expatriates living there. We have, uh, like millions of tourists. And, there. <laughs> and it's our number one trading partner exactly. and all no, kinds of other level things. Level it. Level it. But, I don't know. Showing restraint is not really an option, but frankly, leveling it is also not really an option. They are caught, no pun intended, because they're between the river and the sea. They're caught between the devil now, and now, the hold deep on. Let's, sea. Uh, let's deal with that statement, because I heard a lot of those that were on the pro-Palestinian side, some of them being very openly pro-Hamas, they kept saying, from the river to the sea. And having been there three times, I think they're talking about the Jordan River. Correct. To the sea. Okay, 
that pretty much takes up what we know Israel to be, including the areas of the West Bank and Gaza. So what happens to the Jews? Well, this is what. <laughs> so it, this is, and I, and I try to describe this history the last couple of weeks. So, you know, Hamas doesn't say what they want because they just want no Israel, right? right. But the Palestinians, rank-and-file politi- uh, uh, Palestinians, they say we want our own homeland. Great. You can have a homeland. We want safety and security. Great. You can have safety and security. And then at the end, they say, well, the, I, we just want to tell you exactly what our homeland is. It's all of Israel. Right. The right of return. <laughs> the right of return. Well, wait a second. Who has the right of return anywhere in the world? I mean, think of it. The right of return as populations have migrated all over the place for a variety of reasons, war, pestilence, plague, whatever. Uh, right now, we have migrants uh, moving north, right? But the right of return... Well, let me ask you this. I actually made a little list. Yes. Should the Babylonians get the right of return? Then? Okay. Should so the Persians? Th- should the Macedonians? Should the Romans? All the Byzantines? You know, to say the right of return in that part of the world, you can really say any of us at some point can go back there far enough and say, hey, the Sliwas lived here 6,000 years ago. I want this. And, and the most interesting thing is if you go to nearby Jordan which has a good relationship with Israel. In fact, people don't realize that in the Yom Kippur War, talk about failure of intelligence, that King Hussein takes tremendous risk, flies into Tel Aviv, says the gold of my ear. Remember, oh, my God, if anybody had heard that he flew into Tel Aviv to have a meeting with gold of my ear. Hey, Syria, uh, Halafez Assad has his Soviet tanks. They're going to invade from the Golan Heights. A day before, nothing, eh, you know, maybe it's just misinformation. So this concept that, you know, massage in bed, National Security Agency, CIA, they're impervious, they're always at the, the court. No, they failed 50 years ago in the Yom Kippur War. They failed this time. They failed us uh, with weapons of mass destruction. I'm trying to figure out when have they been right? Yeah, but you've heard I'm not the, really trying to figure yeah, out what you've been right. You've heard the cliche. They 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 have to be right a hundred percent of the time. But I, I I look I I make a distinction. I don't have a problem with people who say, Let's try to figure out what the heck happened. But it's kind of like people two days after nine eleven talking about as American imperialism led to this. Just sh- shut up for a minute. Like, that's why these rallies are so frustrating to me. And not that I care what these people well, you, think. You, you left out some of the Americans who said Bush did this on purpose because he wanted to get involved in a war. Bush did. Remember, yeah. just like some have said, BB did this on purpose because politically, you know, he he was just surviving by a mere thread. Uh, anyway, like FDR wanted the Japanese to attack us yeah, at Pearl Harbor. Exactly. I mean, but but, but the, the I don't have a problem if someone wants to do a whole nine eleven kind of report on what the heck the security breakdowns. And by the way. I think you and I are going to be on the air next year. I don't believe Bibi's going to be the prime minister next year. He better I, not be. I mean, but, I mean is, if this isn't a massive failure, I don't know what is. Right, but that's for, you know. Wait, wait. They're training. They, they set up a facsimile Israeli village in the Gaza. They're actually having practice runs. Did you see there was a video, and it was taken from the, the, the I think it was the New York Times, taken from a camera that was on the head of a, of a terrorist. And he's looking at a multicolored schematic of this intelligence office that they were going to attack at the border. Look, they had some, you know, this, I know people say, oh, Iran, Iran, Iran. I think this could be some, some Russian involvement here. It's totally fine. But there's a time and a place. Right now, the Israelis have to kind of defend themselves. 
You're right. So you use restraint, use restraint. I don't know what restraint looks like in this context when they're going to have to go door to door, knocking on doors, trying to find, trying to find prisoners. I don't know what restraint looks like, but I also don't know what the opposite looks like. This is an, in, in, in untenable situation. Well, let's let's compare it to the most recent war we've seen, Ukraine and Russia. Previous to this, you had Vladimir Putin, you were them in Syria, flattening Aleppo. I mean, he didn't care what the hell the world thought. Even uh, at that time, candidate for vice president, if you remember, uh, Pence. Uh, no, actually, vice president at that time, running for re-election, said, you know, uh, it was me, uh, we would uh, basically, we would threaten Russia that we're going to take out your jet fighters if you continue to flatten Aleppo. The next day, President Trump said, no, I'm going to leave him alone. Nobody cared about Aleppo. Nobody cared. When hey, and, and remember, it was it was it was um, Barack Obama's red line: use chemical weapons yeah. in Aleppo. We're going to be on you with both boots, and that didn't wind up happening. But even that, uh, Chechnya, uh, which was a pain in the Soviet Union side, and then eventually with Putin, he uh, first they had the first war. It was like um, it was like a Mexican standoff. Second war, he just came in and carpet bombed in Grozny. He just leveled it. Nobody cared. Yeah. But proportionality, I notice when I look at this war between Russia and the Ukraine, Russia has the capacity to flatten whole cities in Ukraine. I mean, if they wanted to, the capital. They basically have opted for some proportionality. They're not doing in the Ukraine what they did in Aleppo or in Grozny in uh, Chechnya. So the whole world is watching, and the Israelis... You got seven days to go in and get the job yeah, done before you know, you're the murderers, the butchers, uh, the Zionists, the oppressors, you know, the colonialists. I mean, I, 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 I don't disagree that they have a clock here, but gain this out a little bit. Let's say they're successful in the next 10 days to two weeks or whatever it takes, and they grind up, they grind up Hamas the way the world did with ISIS. Let's assume that happens. What happens then to the two million some odd people in the territories? Now they're back. It's like you said last week, you break it, you bought it. They're back to basically occupying Gaza. They're back in the box. They are back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.